You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello and welcome everyone. This is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. And today, I want to talk to you about building your immune system. I'm talking about building your immune system the way and the only way it could ever be boosted, which is naturally. You know, God created some pretty specific mechanisms and processes in our body to help build natural immunity. But right now in our culture, we are starving ourselves of that natural process to build long-lasting immunity that's going to allow us to live a quality life for a long time. Now, just because you're building your immune system naturally doesn't mean that you're never going to get sick, right? And in fact, that's part of the process of helping boost an immune system. In fact, all the research shows that you need to get some colds and flus throughout your life to actually help build your immune system because it'll make your immune system stronger. It's like anything in life that's worth having. It's a little tough to go through, but at the end, we're better off because of it and we're stronger because of it. It's the same thing with a cold, a flu, a sniffle, you name it. So don't be afraid to be around sick people. It's okay. It's okay to play in the dirt and let your kids get out there and get dirty. It's okay not to spray your hands down with uh, hand sanitizer every single time you touch something. It's like, it's okay to expose yourself to germs. And the more we can do that, the more that we can just be real with our surroundings, with our environment and let nature take its course, we will have a higher immune system. We will have a better quality of life and you will not be the person that's getting sick multiple times a year and getting all the sniffles from the grandkids and, and the kids and the, and, and the family. And I mean, it can wipe you out if you're always getting sick. So my wife was the same way. I mean, when she first started uh, to, oh, sorry, I should say, when we first started to date, she was always getting sick. She was getting sinus infections every couple of months. She was always getting colds and flus. She was averaging being some kind of sick at least every other month. She was living on antibiotics because of that, trying to give herself that false immune system, right? Uh, but it was just, it was futile. It didn't matter until we started to help her rebuild her immune system naturally, started to give her the, the habits and the practices. And now, man, I can't even remember the last time she even got sick. And I remember, man, the last time she did get sick, it wasn't even like sick sick. It was like a little sniffle that lasted a couple of days and she was great and never knocked her out. She kept being able to do what she needed to do. But that is like monumental for her because five years ago, totally different story. I remember growing up, I would always get pneumonia, uh, man, every year for a while there, I had asthma because of it. Um, I would get colds and flus at least two to three times a year as well. Again, until I started to apply these principles, I started to get adjusted regularly. So my immune system was working, which is the, the biggest controller and moderator of your immune support, which we'll get into in a second. But there are just a lot of things you can do, but there are a lot of bad things you can do out there too, that are just a bunch of crock. And it's, you know, it's sad because we get exposed to so much of it in our daily lives, we almost get brainwashed into thinking that these things are normal processes in our life, and they're really not. You know, the CDC shows that flu vaccines don't work, yet we continue to bombard our families, our kids, our elderly 
day after day, year after year with these uh, flu vaccines. In fact, a study published in October of 08 in an issue of the Archives of Pediatric and Adolescent Medicine found that vaccinating young children against the flu had no impact on flu-related hospitalizations or doctor visits during those last few flu seasons. So the researchers concluded that significant influenza vaccine effectiveness couldn't be determined for any season, age, or setting. So what does that tell you right there, that it's all in the money? In fact, a 2008 study also in the, published in The Lancet found that influenza vaccine was not associated with a reduced risk of pneumonia in older people as well. So why are we giving this to older people? Because we're afraid they're going to get pneumonia. But again, it doesn't even decrease the risk of them getting pneumonia. Um, you know, there's also supports in earlier studies published in the New England Journal of Medicine. This is amazing. I'm going to read this. The research published in that American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care Medicine, which is a review from the, the New England Journal of Medicine, also confirms that there has been no decrease in deaths from influenza and pneumonia in the elderly, despite the fact that vaccination coverage among the elderly has increased 15% in 1980 to 65% now. And in 2007, researchers um, discovered um, as well that Oh, sorry, let me back up. This was this is all research done from the National Institute of Allergy and, and Infections. Uh, but diseases and the National Institute of Health published the conclusion in the last set that, quote, we conclude that fertility, or for, sorry, we conclude that um, frailty selection bias and use of nonspecific endpoints such as all-cause mortality have led cohort studies to greatly exaggerate vaccine benefits. I mean, if you look at the studies, there there is no benefit, right? It's just, it's crazy. It's more of a, a, a correlation if people get the flu shot and don't get the flu than it is an actual cause. In fact, there was a huge study, systematic review of 51 studies published. This is called the Cochrane Database of Systematic Reviews. Huge, like it's a, like the gold standard. In 2006, they found that no evidence that the flu vaccine is any more effective than a placebo in children under two years old. Studies involved over 260,000 children aged 6 to 23 months. So understand, we need to figure out what you need to do to build your immune system, how to avoid the flu shot at all costs. The research out there shows that it doesn't work to get a flu shot, and we got to start to create our own flu shot. I'm going to show you what I mean by that, okay? But there is no flu season. Understand that. There's peaks in the flu, October to January usually, because people are so bad with their lifestyles. They're eating a bunch of junk food and candy and sugar and not exercising. And there's a lot of reasons why we're more prone to get sick because we're not giving our body what it needs usually in those seasons. In the end, it's your choice whether or not you're going to get a flu shot, whether or not you're going to go through the consequences of that. And to get a flu shot and go through the consequences is always individual choice. I'm all about free choice, but we've got to be educated and hear both sides of things as well. So when we get a virus like chickenpox, for instance, you have a lifetime immunity to that virus. We don't have to keep getting that virus to help getting ourselves, you know, built up immune system to that versus a flu vaccine and any vaccine, they have to get boosters for those things. We have to continue to get a lot of those vaccines why do we have to get a flu vaccine every year, right? Because it doesn't build long-lasting immunity. In fact, at the very best, it's a guess for what even the new strain because viruses are always mutating. They're always adapting, just like our own bodies. So look at this. 
are you looking for health in the right places? Could you be building your health better right now? Could you be putting toxins in your body you're not aware of? Do you want to be putting extra toxins to get healthy, right? Does that make sense? You want to put toxins from a flu shot in order to promote health. It's okay to have symptoms. It's okay to get a flu. It's okay to have a cold. It sucks sometimes. I get it. But the more we suppress those symptoms, the more it lowers our immune system. And the more we do things to avoid getting those in the first place, like say, I mean, artificially, like flu vaccines, it damages our immune system. So one of the cool things I love about one of the best things we can do to boost our immune system is this by simply getting adjusted chiropractic specific chiropractic adjustments in certain areas of the spine actually help boost your immune system up to 200%. This is really cool because back in the early days when there was the, the black plague and there was all these things going on in America where there was just a huge outbreak, the last huge outbreak of the flu pandemic, the people that weren't getting sick were the people that were getting adjusted by chiropractors. In fact, chiropractors were getting bombarded by people getting adjusted because they were just having so much of an effect on their immune systems. It was crazy, and that was the only difference between those people. And so um, you can go and look it up in, in the research and stuff. I won't get into much more detail into it, but it's amazing what we can do just by having our nervous system function at its highest level. All right, now, don't get scared and thinking that you're going to die if you get the flu. You know, the CDC claims that 36,000 people died in 2005 from the flu. However, only about 1,800 died in 2005 and 1,100 in 2004. And those were like the real numbers because that 36,000 is an inflated number. The real numbers are because they're putting in complications of pneumonia, people that are autoimmune compromised. And it's the pneumonia and the complications from that. It's not the flu. So don't get fooled by that. Um, research shows that it's not the flu that kills people. It's their inability to adapt because they have some autoimmune compromise, whatever it is. Like People that have normal working nervous systems don't die from the flu. It's just not how it works. Now, understand, what can we do to help build your immune system? And that's what I want to jump into now because I don't have enough time to go through the rest of the stuff I want to go through. Simple things you can do, though. Number one is vitamin D3, stronger than a flu shot. You want to have levels, if you ever test that, between 50 to 70. Um, you should be taking at least 5,000 IUs a day. If you have a sickness, like if you're going through it, up, take 10 to 20,000 IUs a day. Number two, get sugar out of your life. Man, sugar is going to break down your immune system more and faster than anything else out there. And then make sure you're getting adjusted on a regular basis. In fact, every time you get an adjustment, it'll boost your uh, immune system up to 200% for an hour or two after the adjustment. But people that are regularly getting adjusted, it has a cumulative effects. In fact, people that are, get regularly adjusted, and this is an average of two times a month uh, minimum, they get a 300% higher immune system on average compared to people that don't get adjusted at all um, after five years of consistently doing that. So this is one of the benefits of making sure your nervous system is functioning at its highest. And then the last thing is making sure that your gut is healed, making sure you don't have extra breakdown in that, in that, in that gastrointestinal system, because that's going to be another huge layer of your immune system is your gut health. So what are you doing to promote that? What are you putting in your body? What are you doing to repair that? But just remember, you can do all kinds of things to get healthy. 
But putting things like aluminum, formaldehyde, antibiotics, ethyl glycol, phenol, spermicides, these are all things that are in flu vaccines. Those are not a way to build real health in your body. So just remember, you have everything you need in your body to heal, right? You hear me say this time and time again. Just have faith. Don't be so fast to go out there and, and get that over-the-counter medication to help stifle that symptom that you're having. I get it. There's there's frustration when you're sick, and sometimes you just, you're just you so sick, you, you do anything to get better. But why don't you look to get into the cause first? Or at least, you know, if you do that short-term patch, immediately try to get to the cause, right? Look at what you can do to build your health for the long term, not just the short term. Right? I don't want to see you spend all your life neglecting your health, just trying to accumulate some extra wealth just to get into your golden years, retirement, having to spend all that wealth just trying to get back your health. So have a blessed day. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.